Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, party people. It's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And as you can see, this episode, I am all by my lonesome, all by myself. Yes, because Brittany is with her family uh, right now. So, yeah, I'm rocking alone. So, I don't know how long this is going to be. But <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make the whole hour, but we're going to see. We're going to try. So, this week is farewell to Insecure and farewell to 2021. Goodness, goodness, goodness. We are entering our junior year of covid And we are to proceed with caution because we know those numbers are going up. And yeah, I just, everybody and their mama done contracted COVID. Thankfully, not my mama. But all I'm saying is be careful, wear your mask. I had stopped wearing my mask. Ain't even gonna lie to y'all. But now I I done masked up again. I gotta go get me some more new ones and wash the old ones because I really had stopped wearing it because I thought we were coming out of it but Omarion said not today we going back in (laughs) um so just be careful you guys if you have new year's eve plans please mask up try to avoid parties um stay in the house (laughs) something have a vision board party with you yourself and you or with your friends three to five max okay because We got the flu out here. I just got over a two-week sinus infection, and we got COVID. It's just a lot going on, so be careful. Um, Holidays, for me, were interesting. Christmas was interesting because my mom ended up spilling a pot of hot grease on her foot, you guys. And these are kinds of things don't happen to other people, but me, I don't know. I feel like I was... (laughs) God has a sense of humor because I always have these like random happenings in my life. And that's why I know I was built and made in purpose to be a writer because it just be random stuff, but she's okay. Um, we took her to the hospital on Christmas day. We were there for like two hours and some change, which I hear is really quick. So yeah, just a lot going on you guys, but That's what I got going on this week, but also we know last night, while I'm recording this episode on a Monday, um, it releases on Tuesday, but on Sunday night, (sighs) the end of an era, Insecure, the last episode, moment of silence. (sighs) I'm so sad. (laughs) I'm still trying to recover, you guys. I am so sad, like... I love Insecure. Like, you guys don't understand. For the past six years, Insecure has been my favorite TV show. Number one TV show for the past six years. When I'm having a bad day, I watch Insecure. Repeats. 
When I'm having a good day, I watch Insecure repeats. When I'm having a mediocre day, I watch Insecure repeats because it's it's excellence. And I love the show and I'm so sad that it is ending. But at the same time, I understand because the last thing you want is for a show to overwear its welcome and to get like Empire, for example. It went on for too long. So the storyline was just all over the place. So by the time it ended, a lot of people had already just stopped watching because it stopped making sense. It stopped being reality, right? Like he had a peg leg. Lucius Lyon had a peg leg at one point and then the peg leg, he was walking regular. Like how you limping for like a whole season and then in the rest of the seasons, you're not limping no more. I don't understand. It was just very lions and tires and bears for me. So I totally understand Issa. It's a very smart, smart move in my opinion to bow out when you're at the top because you don't want the authenticity of the story to be lost because you want to keep going. So I totally get it. But spoiler alert, because if you're a true fan of Insecure, you would have already watched the last episode by now. So I'm about to get into it. Okay. Honey, boom, boom, I'm about to get into it. Okay. Huh. First of all, we all know the fashions were crazy. The makeup was beautiful. And yes, it was just everyone. I was so happy that Molly finally got married. I said that I'm like, if Molly don't get married, I'm going to be very, very angry. I'm going to be very upset because I don't want her story to be in vain. Like her story of growth. Cause you have a young woman who comes into the series. She's lost. She doesn't know how to date. She's kind of all over the place. She says she wants one thing, but she's doing the opposite of it to get it. And that's why when anyone asks me advice about anything, I'm always going to say, what is your goal? If your goal is marriage, I'm going to give you advice about, okay, I'm not married yet, but if you're trying to um, aim towards that goal, I would say to talk to married people, go to therapy, heal, figure out what marriage really is, figure out the type of marriage that you actually want. You know what I mean? Like figure out who you are because the last thing you need to do is to go into a forever, not fully knowing who you are as a person because then the person you pick won't match who you actually are if you don't know who you are. So Molly went on a journey of discovering who she is. And the show was called Insecure, and they led to the ending of them being secure. So the last episode, everyone was secure in who they, who they are. And that's the beautiful part. So Molly's coming to her fullness of herself, learning all these lessons. The last piece was her ending up with a wonderful guy who was everything on her list, you guys? Like, he, very successful, attractive, funny, kind of awkward, <laughs> but understands her quirkiness. Because you want someone who understands you and won't judge you or try to change that quirky side of you. Because I'm very quirky. And, like, I don't want to date anyone who tries to change that side of me. But the beautiful thing about the authenticity of this show, which I love, and that's why I fell in love with Insecure. When I first watched it, we go all the way back to season one, episode one. I was already excited because I had already watched Issa Rae from Aqua Black Girl back in the day on YouTube. And I used to watch Issa Rae pre present stuff on YouTube. 
stuff that she produced and, and, um, I don't know if she helped write it, but she put it on her platform on stuff she approved. So I was already excited. Like, Oh, this is going to be dope. <laughs> like I was already ready. Right. But I love that when I watched this show, I saw myself, but I didn't just see myself on TV because a lot of times Hollywood oversells, uh, uh, um, scripts so you feel like this is what I would be if I was in a Hollywood movie. No, I saw myself in reality. They took people just existing in an everyday freaking life and brought it to TV. There was no extraness. It was all authenticity. It was the awkwardness of it. It was the real life because I feel like too many times in like TV they kind of skip over the in-between. It's like you're either precious, <laughs> like broken down, poor, your, your daddy and mama abusing you, like all of this, you're that broke down as a black woman, or you're extremely like over successful and, you know, you got this husband or you're just super unhappy and you can't like find anyone. It's always these extremes. Y'all get what I'm saying? But Insecure was like regular everyday people walking down the street, your neighbor, your homegirl, the person you know who do, does your hair. Like you could see yourself in one, at least one of these characters, right? So I love the show because I just hate watching TV shows where I don't, I can't relate. Like in real life, I can't pull a lesson from this. I be trying to pull lessons from TV shows. That's just me. So I just love the growth of every freaking body, bro. Like Molly's growth, because I related to Molly the most, like her growth was just so beautiful. Even going back to last season when she went to therapy, because people feel like you go to therapy and you're fixed. No, it don't work like that. Like um, on our journey to finding who we are and our journey to healing, there will never come a time when we've just arrived, right? Because we're always, we're not, we're imperfect beings. We're imperfect people. So there will never, never be perfection, but we will grow. There will be progress in that, right? So we saw Molly trying to correct because awareness and application are two different things. You can be aware of something, but have to struggle to apply those things, right? You can be aware of how to do algebra, but struggle to actually complete or solve the problem, right? So the great thing about it was we got to see her journey in therapy and her still make mistakes. Cause a lot of people are judge you will be like, well, you going to therapy and you still messed up. That means therapy not working. No, it's just a process. <laughs> That's a part of it. We're growing, we're learning. And a lot of the times we learn by failing forward. We fail forward. Like a lot of the times you don't know your blind spots, those things in you that you still need to fix until you fail at something. So Molly found out that she was still struggling with controlling, with, with trust, with just being flexible, with not overthinking when she fell forward with, um, dang, what's the, <laughs> what was her boyfriend name? The, um, the Asian guy. I don't even know why I can't. Andrew. I think it's Andrew. But. <laughs> 
heck? But yeah, like when she lost that relationship, she realized like, dang, I still have some work to do. And even with Issa, because we already know the real love story was Issa and Molly, baby. So yeah, it was just beautiful to see her journey and just to see the triumphant ending because she finally got what she wanted. But it took her going through all of those situations for her to arrive because season one, Molly, season two, Molly, season three, Molly, season four, Molly could not have ended up married to Torian, period. So in our seasons, in our life, a lot of the times we be thinking we want something and God is preparing us for those things, but we have to get from season one to season five in order for it to come to fruition. We can't rush that process because if you try to jump in it too early or prematurely, you're going to ruin it. Because if she wouldn't have went through what she went through all of those seasons, again, she would not have been ready for a man like Torian because she would have been trying to pick it apart. She would have self-sabotaged. She would have, because you know, season one, she was all over the place. She didn't know what she wanted, like at all. So she would have talked herself right on out of it. So it was just great to see this beautiful love story develop. And the beautiful love story was Molly loving herself and a man coming alongside her and loving her too. <laughs> so it was just beautiful. Um, So jumping over to Issa, y'all, I was so elated. When that thing Nathan broke up with her in that car, woo, I was happy. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why I was happy. I was happy because Nathan, he, fight or flight, his response is always flight. <laughs> like, he leaves, and every time there's any type of adversity or discomfort, he leaves. No one wants to date someone like that. You should never want to spend your forever with someone who doesn't deal with conflict well so far to the point where every time there's any type of conflict any type of adversity they leave because I feel like you're not going to stay for me I feel like you don't you don't know how to fight for anything any type of discomfort you you out that's too finicky for me and then he had the nerve to call Issa toxic when you the toxic one, <laughs> you the one that's disappeared on this girl however many times, fam. Like, what are we talking about? No, it's you, baby. It's you, boo-boo. But the thing about Issa and Nathan was they were supposed to be in each other's life for a moment. They had a great, beautiful moment because Issa needed Nathan to see her beyond the woman who made all these mistakes and who was uncertain, like all of her friends, right? So she needed him to push her so she can be successful with the block in her new beginnings because she didn't have it in her to do it, right? Sometimes we need people to come alongside of us and, be, and push us when everyone else isn't, right? But they tried to turn what was a beautiful moment into a lifetime when it was never supposed to be a lifetime. It was only supposed to be a moment. Nathan and Issa were never supposed to be. That's why when they started dating in the last season, like seriously talking about moving in together, I was like, uh-uh, what is this? No, 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 no. <laughs> this don't make it the sense. It don't make dollars or cents for me. So what are we doing? No. So it was just such great writing to see her finally end back up with 
Lawrence because here it is. Okay. I understand how a lot of people could be like Issa was stupid for going back with him because he ended up having this baby. But he never would have been with Condola if you didn't cheat on him. <laughs> so if Issa never cheated, Condola never would have happened, right? They would have ended up being together, right? So Issa, you had to take a long journey and look at yourself and be like, hey, uh, really, <laughs> this is my fault on the low because whatever. But aside from the whole cheating scandal, I feel like in life, God, he um, orchestrates things for us to be the people we need to be in order to be with the people we need to be with, right? So he orchestrated a separation. I'm saying is like, these are like real life characters. <laughs> They're fiction. But in my mind, I got to connect it on how God be doing what God be doing, right? He orchestrated a separation between Lawrence and Issa in order for them to become the people they needed to be. Because many times, like, I know a lot of the times we don't want adverse situations, but the best people I meet in life have come through the most adversity. Most people I meet who haven't been through anything, they're typically suck, sucky people because they lack compassion. They lack um, empathy because they've never hit bottom. They've never hit a low emotional point in life where they've had to have compassion or had to look at someone and be like, dang, that's messed up, right? So people who've gone through adversity, I love those kinds of people. And I feel like adversity humbles us so we can be even better in the future, right? So they had to go through those moments so they could separate and grow as wonderful people. Because I feel like if Issa and Lauren stayed together, if he never would have found out about her cheating and they remained together, I don't think Lawrence would have had the grit he needed to fight for his career as much. And Issa definitely wouldn't have gone after the block because she would have still been at We Got Y'all or maybe she would have been a stay-at-home mom because they would have got married and had a kid or whatever. And he would have been the breadwinner because he was making enough money after he started working, right? So I just feel like it was wonderful that they did separate. It was a very, it's always heartbreaking, but sometimes those separations are divine because we need to grow as people in order to be the right person at the right time when we come back together. So I, it was just beautifully written for me. Even Issa's relationship with Nathan, like I feel like many times in life, we have those what if people. Like those people that we really want to try it with because we want to see, okay, is this the person that I'm supposed to be with? And then we get with that person to realize, no, this is not the person <laughs> I'm supposed to be with. And it reaffirms us on, okay, maybe it was that person in the past that I forgot about. Okay. Maybe I'm ready for them now because, you know, a lot of the times we have already met our person, but we aren't ready for each other yet and we're questioning things. So we go out and we explore and we date and we learn not only what we want, don't want, but also what we need <laughs> and what we don't need. So I feel like that's what happened with Lawrence and Issa. 
And they always came back because ain't nobody, no one will understand their awkwardness and quirkiness and their inside jokes. Like they understand each other. Nobody. Okay. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm even excited and happy that Kelly got her shine on, um, that she's pregnant and that, uh, she had a kid and Tiffany ended up with another child. Um, I do want to address everyone talking about they didn't really like the finale and that the whole season was slow, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I want to say to you guys. We fell in love with Insecure because of the authenticity, right? So if they're going to stay in alignment with their authenticity, they have to treat the show like real life. Meaning that when you're in your 20s, and you're still figuring life out, and when you're toxic, toxic life is more exciting. (laughs) I can attest to it, because in my 20s, I was unhealthy and toxic, but life was low-key lit. I was going out to clubs. I was dating stupid men. I had stories for days. I was out here in these streets, right? Way more adventure, way more stories, way more funny moments. But when I went through my growth process, life slowed down. I slowed down. The story slowed down. So my life was here as opposed to here, right? That's what happened with Insecure. If you're truly growing, your life is going to look way more calm and peaceful than it did when you were not growing and you was just out here wilding. So if they're writing to the true authenticity of the show of Insecure, they can't lie to you and be like, your life's still going to look like this when you're healing and you're growing and you've grown because that's not what it looks like. It looks like peace. And sometimes peace is boring. And that's what's wrong with a lot of (laughs) y'all because y'all say y'all want healthy, but you don't understand that healthy comes with a peace and peace feels boring sometimes because you're not used to it because your comfort is in chaos. When your comfort is in chaos, you can't understand peace when it comes. So a show like Insecure coming to the fifth season and everyone's at peace and everyone's learning their lessons and grown, you looking at it like, I want more drama. There ain't no drama in growth. (laughs) Like when you growing it, it's not as much drama as it usually is. You may have a few arguments here and there. Like they had an argument on the, what was it? The eighth episode, like third episode and then eighth or ninth episode. And that was it. And that's how life is. So everyone who's like saying that the season was boring and all this, shut up. (laughs) I say shut up because again, the writers stay true to who they are. And if they're staying true to who they are, they are writing life as it actually grows and goes. (laughs) Like your life gets less exciting when you grow up. It just does. And it's not boring. It's just peaceful. But again, if you are comfortable with chaos, peace looks like boredom, but it's not like that. So I applaud everyone on the show. I applaud Issa. Thank you for your contribution to the black community. Thank you for allowing women of color to be seen in all different shapes and sizes and attitudes and personalities, hair types, everything. I just... Loved it. You made all of us feel beautiful. You made all of us feel seen. And I just appreciate you because I've never seen a show do it to this level um, in our generation. Of course, you know, back in the day, we had our 
different worlds. We had our living singles. We had our minds and things of that nature, but we hadn't had that since the nineties. So to see it in my generation, I appreciate you. And you set the stage for so many other creators and you put so many other people on. You literally shifted Hollywood for, for us. And you allowed entry because you were the trendsetter. You held (laughs) the baton and let others and let others in. So I just thank you and appreciate you. And girl, I don't even know you like that, but I love you for life. <laughs> like in my mind, you my homegirl. So yeah, girl, thank you. Thank you, child. All right. So we saying farewell to Insecure, which is very sad, but I will be watching the full season over a few times. But I want to talk about a few relationship debacles that happened this year that should have taught us a lesson. So I'm going to talk about three that stood out to me the most. The third one I want to talk about is Justine Sky and Giveon. I think that's how you say his name. But recently, I didn't even follow their relationship because um, I'm getting older now. So I be slipping up on keeping up with like the popular couples of like people who are younger than me. <laughs> so I heard about this on TikTok. But long story short, she went on live and talked about why her and the guy broke up. Okay, so I you I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Just look up Justine Sky explain why her and Giving Un broke up. But long story short, this young lady had the patience of a young Joseph. <laughs> she found a phone of his and got access to it. So I guess she had suspected him of cheating or whatever, but she got the phone and he went out of town. So she watching his phone for like a week, y'all, like a week or two, something like that. So she's seeing him text all these females. Like he got a whole buku females. Now, most women, I'm most women would have called him out over all this, this, um, evidence she got on his phone, but she was like, no, I'm gonna be patient. I'm gonna wait until I have him meeting up with someone so I can have the most concrete evidence. Cause you know, men, they will try to talk themselves out of it and be like, Oh, well I didn't meet up with none of them. So you tripping and blah, 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 blah. She was like, nah, I want to make sure I have all the evidence (laughs) kind of like a divorce proceeding. Like I want to come to the table with all the concrete evidence I need to throw this in your face. So he met up with some young lady when he was out of town So she sees this. And so she sees they're like in the room together. So she sends him a text like, Hey, what's up? Um, my friend said that she just saw you go upstairs to the room with some female. What's up with that? So he didn't respond to her. He started texting all his homeboys. Like she caught me. What am I supposed to do? So they telling him like, lie, this is what you say. This is what you do. And she's reading all of this y'all. Like, He don't know this, but she's reading all of this freaking evidence and she's just like flabbergasted because she's like, I thought these people were my friends, but that's one lesson. Like a man's friends ain't never y'all friends because man code will always outrule relationship code. Unfortunately, (laughs) unless you have a real man on your hands, most of the time man code is going to outrule his relationship with you. And it's just an unfortunate truth. 
I wish females cold went this this strong, but it don't. So his friends are helping him lie. <laughs> and so she's watching this. Then he sends her a text. He's calling her and texting her. She's not answering. And he sends her a text like, your friend is lying. I can't believe you accused me of all of this. You ruining a good relationship over some he say, she say stuff. You know what? I'm done with you. First of all, the audacity. You get embarrassed because you got caught doing something wrong to me. But because you got caught and being, instead of being man enough and just saying, I'm sorry, I apologize. I messed up. You want to try to save face, flip it on me, make me the person who is in the wrong when all in all it's you. But this is done a lot. And, um, I tried to make sense of this with my female brain, but I just can't <laughs> make sense of it. But a lot of my male friends talk about how men, when they make mistakes and when they're not mature enough to own up to their mistakes, their shame outweighs their guilt to a point where they're so ashamed that they can't admit to themselves how badly they messed up. So they rather flee the situation and just totally disappear rather than own up to it. And that's an unfortunate thing that a lot of women have to deal with because a lot of women if you're not mature enough or you're not confident enough, you'll internalize that and be like, dang, I did mess up. Like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Like, it's the gaslighting child. It's the gaslighting for me. But you'll be questioning yourself. Like, did I do something wrong? I know he cheated on me. Am I tripping? <laughs> like, I know I'm not tripping. Jesus, am I tripping? <laughs> like, but you're not. And um, so she just responded to him and she sent him the screenshot of his phone and all the conversation that he was having. She said, no, baby, I'm done. Mic drop, mic drop. So I just want her to be my woman crush Wednesday because that was just beautiful because I'm not that patient and I'm not that nice. <laughs> like, um, what? I'm just not understanding. Like. That takes next level patient. Cause me personally, Justine Sky, she she living, she got some money, so she I would have flown out to where they were and been knocking on the door like a young Faith Evans on Biggie's door when he said that he was in a hotel with his homie or his homie was using a room. I'm, hey hey what's up? Yeah let me in, <laughs> let me in and probably would through the phone at that young man. So I just applaud a, um, a young Justine Sky because that was beautiful. That was so, so beautiful um, that she did that. I knocked on my, <laughs> this thing and my dog jumped up like, who is at the door? And I'm hoping that he does not knock over my whole recording. Hopefully he don't. Anyway, so the lesson in that is as a woman, if you catch a man doing something and he tries to flip it on you to the point where you question if you are tripping and if you should apologize to him because men are really good at that um, because they're born manipulators. So, um, yeah, you're not crazy. I just want to say you're not crazy. It's called gaslighting. That's literally an example of what, what gaslighting is. That actually happened to me this year. Um, I was dating a young man and... I caught him on Twitter um, entertaining women as if he didn't run me down to be with him, like literally begging me 
to be his girl. Like literally a few, like three times asked me like, will you be my girl? Will you be my girl? Will, will you be my girl? And I'm finally, I'm like, whatever, if it don't work, I can just break up with him. It's not a marriage. It's cool because I take relationships seriously. So I don't just be out here jumping out the window. Like, you know, you my dude. But like after this two weeks into it, I look on Twitter because I noticed that he had been on his Twitter more than any other app. And I was like, let me look at him on Twitter. So one, I realized like, oh, I was following him the whole time. I didn't even realize that because I'm not on Twitter that much. I only go on there to look at like TV show reviews or whatever. So I look and y'all, he's just on there acting real single. Like he's saying little cheesy, corny lines. Like when I, um, I just want somebody to save me from this single life and just really out here wilding, just yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic and somebody better come get me. And then I literally see him responding to women and he's like, oh, say less. You know, what did he, he asked some chick like, will you marry me? And she's like, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. And then he's like, say less. I'm about to hit your DMs. So of course I'm like over it at this point, but of course I'm a screenshot and send it to you and see like, if you have an explanation, and I sent it to the young man and he's tried to flip it on me. First, he was like, I can't believe you take social media this seriously. Social media is not, it's a game to me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? No, shut up. You sound dumb. Because my thing is, <laughs> one, if it's a game to you, you wouldn't risk your relationship over defending it. And then he's like, I can't believe you're snooping. I didn't snoop. That's a public app. You were not <laughs> private. I was already following you. What are you talking about? And cause my thing is like, if you know, you got caught red handed, right? Me, myself, personally, if I get caught, I'm just going to be like, man, I'm sorry. Automatically. Cause I know I, I messed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yo, I'm sorry. You right. I messed up. But that's just the type of person I am. Cause one, I'm a horrible liar. And like, I can't keep up with the lies. Like anytime I'm caught in a lie, which is very rare because again, I'm not a good liar. So I don't lie. I just be like, yeah, you right. I lied. <laughs> I can't, I'm not about to try cause I'm horrible at it. So he's just like, I can't believe you take social media so seriously. And like you're tripping and, and, oh, I can't believe you're going to throw this away over something so trivial and all of this. And I'm just looking like, what are you talking about? And so we were going back and forth and I wasn't getting, wasn't getting anywhere. And I was just so shook because I knew I wasn't in the wrong, but he was acting like I was. And I was shook because he was so adamant about me being with him. And I'm like, you were just on my nuts, my guy. You were just on my nuts, my guy. But now all of a sudden that I caught, like I caught you doing something wrong. Now you're trying to act like you weren't on my nuts. You're trying to act like I did something wrong. You're trying to act like this is on me. Like I ruined the relationship because I caught you doing something <laughs> when it's, and, and I'm supposed to just let you off the hook. Sorry. You really could have said, I'm sorry. If he apologized, like, I don't know what I would have done, but it was, wouldn't have been me saying, Oh, I'm done that easy. Cause I would have needed an explanation and we possibly could have explored something, but thank you for showing me who I, who you are. You know what I mean? So after the end of the conversation, cause I was so confused cause I was just waiting on this twilight zone to be, um, out of here, like for me to get out of the twilight zone of this man who I thought was just so on me, so head over heels just five minutes ago to apologize, but he did it. 
So I'm like, bro, I just need a break. Give me a week or whatever. Like, I'm good. So, like, after a week, he had hit me up. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is nuts, you guys. <laughs> like, I didn't do nothing to this man. What is going on? So he came at me like a young Gibeon. I think that's how you say his name. Because I hit him up a week later because, like, I kind of got mad. I ain't going to lie. I got a little pissed off because I'm like, you really trying to play me as if I did something when I did not, bro? Like, what? So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, yo, what's up? Like, are you going to, are we going to talk about this or it's just over? Like, it's just, this just what it is. Because I wanted some straightening. I was not going back to try to get back with him. I just wanted some straightening, right? And he hit me back and literally said, although I gave you a reason not to trust me, it's clear that you don't trust me. So, I mean, I just wouldn't want to continue the relationship because, you know, it's clear you don't trust me and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, first of all, those aren't your lines because I ended it because I told you I wanted a break or whatever. I'm not trying to get back with you. I'm trying to figure out what happened because the math ain't mathing. Like, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Because what just like give me on like you you done with me because i asked you about a female that i know is in your room i told you my friend so you're automatically done with me because i caught you cheating you're done with me because i caught you cheating oh okay <laughs> like what so just any woman going through that i want to say one you're not alone um because this happens quite often it is um yeah, it's just unfortunately something that people do when they're ashamed of something. Instead of being able to own up to it, they deflect. And one of the ways of deflections is trying to blame you and, and say that it's over as if you did something so they can be free of the guilt and the shame that they're actually feeling. So, yeah, that's the lesson in it. You're not alone, sweetie. And just let those situations go because you don't want anyone... Please don't date anyone who doesn't have the ability to take accountability because you will always have to fix it, even when you didn't do anything wrong. So you don't want to put yourself in a situation like that. So do your best to try to figure out how someone copes when they are hit with something that they did wrong and they are to, they need to take responsibility for because, listen, the last thing you need <laughs> is a blaming Billy child. Because, whew, it's a ghetto relationship. Um, Two, I want to talk about Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Yes, that's his name, I believe. He um has reportedly a rumor to have fathered a new baby outside of Khloe. And at the time they were dating, I think they've broken up now. But the lesson in that is there's nothing you can do to make a man be faithful to you. The only person that can make a man be faithful is he himself and him. So we have a person like, and Chloe and his situation should prove that to anyone who ever questioned it. Chloe is very famous. She's A-list, she's A-list. She's very beautiful. Um, has had extensive amount of work done. Would have she basically has the societal perfect shape right now. But and she is a millionaire, multi-millionaire. All of these things, you would think she's the perfect woman on paper, right? In today's society, she is like a perfect woman, right? But he still cheated on her several times, several times. 
So the lesson in this is there's nothing you can do to make a man stay faithful. So stop fighting for it. Because if he is a cheater, he's just a cheater until he doesn't feel like doing it. Because there's a difference between a person that cheated and a cheater. A person that cheated made a mistake. There was a lapse in judgment. Something went awry. There was a moment and they cheated. And instantly they felt regret. They felt remorse. They were going to own up to it. They probably told you before you even find, found out. Or if you did just so happen to find out, it was just like a one-off type of thing. And they didn't want to do it again. And they just felt awful. Whatever, whatever. You know, that's a person that cheated because they showed remorse. So, sorry you guys. My dog was about to knock all of my setup over. <laughs> but anyway, so... That's a person that, you know, has cheated. But a cheater is a person who chooses to seek women to go or or if it's a woman, a person that chooses to seek outside people to go and have sex with, to go talk to, to go do anything they do to outside of you in your face over and over and over again. Like you're basically a cheater. This is a habit. It's a habitual thing, especially it's more especially if it's more than one time and more than one woman. That is a habit, baby. That you didn't just cheat, you're a cheater, right? So if you're dating someone who constantly cheats on you, who is a cheater, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you did wrong. Stop trying to Make yourself feel like you can fix it. You cannot fix that. Again, Chloe has everything a man should want. She's rich. She's famous. She's bad. She got the butt. She got the no gut. She got the tits. She got it all. But the dude's still cheating on her over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. There's nothing you can do. If he's a cheater, that's just what he is. Stop feeling like you did something to make him do that. If he's telling you that, then baby, you need to go into the left <laughs> and figure out because you can't change him until he feels like he wants to. And I'm not in the business of helping women um, help a man stop cheating. So I don't know what to tell you. Either you choose to stay or you choose to leave. Me personally, I got to go. I ain't gonna be able to do it, especially if we not married. Like what am I here for? Can't tell you what I was do what I what I would do if I was married. I ain't never been married, but as a single woman who ain't got no ring on her finger, ain't got no attachment to no dude. If I find out you cheating, baby, I'm out. Especially if it's multiple times, you ain't gonna be able to cheat on me twice. Cause when I find out the first time, I am out. Lemonade album on, get out. <laughs> okay, it's it's a wrap. Who the do you think I am? You ain't married to no average chick boy. Okay, Beyonce come through. Best one of the best breakup albums. Then Janae Aiko, listen, she makes great breakup music. If you going through a breakup, turn it on right now. Got a whole book called How to X Your Ex. Because listen, we out. Okay, be out. Because you can't change him, period. He got to want to change himself. He got to reach a point in his life where I'm mature enough and I want to stop all this craziness and commit. But until then, ain't nothing you can do. There's nothing you did to make him do this. It's a lie. Only he made him do this, himself do this. That was a choice. Okay. Last but not least, Derek Jackson and the Helmet of Righteousness. 
<sighs> this happened earlier this year. Um, Derek Jackson was caught cheating and his wife got on in YouTube with him to support him. And the young lady came on with her helmet of righteousness, also known as a bunny or, uh, I don't know, some type of hat. She, she just didn't show up as her best self and America had a problem with it. Beyonce's internet was not pleased with the decision for her to show up with the helmet of righteousness. And, um, we was all confused because I think one, as a woman, we all was thinking how we would have shown up if we was in that position. First of all, I wouldn't have shown up. You make this bed. You got to lie in it. I ain't been out on your social media this whole time. Didn't nobody know you was married. They gone. They not going to see me now either. I'd be over in the corner drinking wine, watching you, but I ain't about to be on camera. But if I was on camera, I'm calling a hair team, a makeup team, a stylist, a nail um tech, all that. <laughs> Cause baby, I'm gonna be slayed. The first time you see me, you be like, oh my God, I can't believe he cheated on her. How dare he? She's perfect. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> so we were all confused by why she showed up on camera like that. And then too, as a man, why would you allow your woman to have to fight your battles? Because you know how the media is, especially him. You've been doing this for a long time. You know they're going to attack her. So why would you put her in the line of fire? Why wouldn't you protect the woman you claim to love who has your children? I think he did that on purpose, but that ain't none of my business. My whole point of this, the lesson I learned from this is define what supporting your partner is for you and Ask them what support means because some people want you to support them to the point where you're not supporting, you're enabling. So you need to figure out what support means to another person because my support shouldn't hinder your accountability. Her support for him hindered his accountability because her showing up on that video looking that way and not looking like, the beautiful woman of God, I know she is. It distracted everyone from his wrongdoing and put the attention on her, which I feel like he probably did that on purpose. And that's unfortunate. And hopefully he didn't. This is just me speculating. This is my opinion. Hopefully he didn't. But at the end of the day, the lesson is as a person, when you go into these relationships, especially when you're going into a marriage, ask a person, what does support mean for you? If something happened, how would you need me to hold your hand figuratively? How do you need me to support you? Because for example, I had an ex ask me one day, there was this thing going viral about if your dude had to do a bid of 50 years, but you could do two years and he wouldn't have to serve any, would you do it? My answer was absolutely not. No, you did it. What I got to go to jail for two years for I don't understand why you would even want me to. Obviously, you don't love me. You're selfish is what you are. That sounds dumb. Why would you even ask me to do that? So if that's the conversation we're having, baby, we're not meant to be together. Because I would never tell you to go to jail for me if I did something wrong. Like, no, because I love you too much for that. And like, no, that don't even make sense. <laughs> like, it just don't make sense to me. It don't make sense to me. No <laughs> is the answer, okay? 
So y'all, make sure you know what support means to that person because it was a no for me. And I'm not going on your live looking like that or at all. If you cheated, you need to sit there and talk about your entanglement by yourself. <laughs> I wasn't entangled. You was. <laughs> not me. So, yeah. That's what I got to say about that. So, farewell to Insecure. Farewell, farewell to 2021. I wish you guys great success in 2022. There's no competition. You're not competing with nobody but yourself. That's it. You shouldn't even compete with yourself that hard because it's about progress, not perfection. And this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So if last year you was going to the gym three times a week and this year in 2022, you trying to go three times a week, baby, that's called consistency. You know, how, don't about people talk too much about being able to obtain a thing, but not how to maintain a thing. It's harder to maintain a thing. So if you go into that gym three times a week, baby, keep going. That's all I got to say. You ain't got to increase it. Just keep going. Because if you keep going, guess what? Your body going to keep looking good. You're going to keep making gains. Your body going to keep shaping itself out. Go ahead, do your third dizzle. And if you working on that career and you ain't got but a few followers, add a few more of them. Because consistency is key. And again, this is a marathon and not a sprint. But yeah, that's all I got to say today. Y'all like, comment, and share. Let me know what y'all think about the Insecure finale. And all of these relationship lessons that I just told y'all. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.